Good morning, lovely people. It's a lovely Tuesday, and we are grateful to God for the gift of life. I want to thank my big brother and friend, Nahumupukikisi, for the opportunity to share the word of God with you. It's my prayer that the word of God will speak to our hearts this morning. Amen. I've entitled today's word, Be an Example in Speech and in conduct be an example in speech and in conduct before we read our scriptures let's first look at our key words in our study example speech and conduct example speech and conduct example speech and conduct so when we say example when I look into a dictionary, it says something that is illustrating a, a general rule. Something that is illustrating a general rule. So in our study, we will say the general rule is Jesus Christ, who is our perfect example. So something that is illustrating a general rule. Or a person or things or thing regarded in, t- in terms of fitness to be imitated okay a person or thing regarded in terms of their fitness to be imitated speech means speaking speech is the expression of ideas and thoughts is the expression of ideas and thoughts Conduct means the manner in which a person behaves, especially in a particular place or situation. In a particular place or situation. So, it looks like from our explanation, we can realize that example. So, Jesus Christ, we're looking at Jesus Christ's example to express ideas and thoughts and also the manner in which we behave especially in a particular place or situation amen we we'll read we we'll take our scripture reading from first Timothy chapter 4 verse 12 and then colossians 4 verse 3 first Timothy 4 verse 12 and i read Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in love, your faith and purity. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and purity. Other versions will say, don't let anyone look down upon you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Amen.
we will also read Colossians Colossians chapter 4 verse 6 and it says let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that they will be the right response for everyone they will be the right response for everyone amen from our, our first reading we can realize that timothy was being admonished to ensure his words and deeds are admirable that is to reflect his inner self love faith and purity so in i believe in every christian since the holy spirit is in us we bear the fruit of love we have faith and the there is inner purity purity comes from within so when we have all of these three things we do not as what reflect out in our speech and in our conduct yes today's discussion today's word we will find out that words are very powerful and we can see that in genesis chapter 1 verse 3 god spoke and brought the world to being so meaning that whatever comes out of our mouth creates something and as christians what do we want to create with our words what do we want to create with our words colossians 4 says let your speech be graciously seasoned with salt let it be seasoned with salt what's what's the meaning what does it even mean salt what does salt does when you put salt in a soup, what does it do to the, the soup? It brings the taste out of it. So when we speak and it destroys people, then are we being the salt that we are supposed to be? Because I believe that when I prepare a soup and there is no salt in it, there is no way I'll be able to eat it. Maybe size or maybe the doctors will say, will say that there are people who have been that uh, told not to eat salt and they still eat yes but how does it taste in their mouth how does it taste in their mouth without salt how does it taste in their mouth let our words be seasoned seasoned with salt james chapter 3 verse 11 says does a spring of water bubble out with fresh with fresh water or with bitter water does a spring of water bubble out with fresh water and bitter water? Certainly not. It's either fresh or bitter. If its source is bitter, it will be bitter. If its source is fresh, it will be fresh. And I believe that as Christians, our source is fresh because our source is in Jesus Christ. Our source is the Holy Spirit. So whatever comes out of us, should be fresh should be water that it will be good for people to to be able to drink will be water that people will be able to consume and not and not be sick if your words is able to cause people to to break down then please watch yourself yeah because we are christ's example we are imitating christ on this earth so if our speeches causes people to lose faith whatever we say causes people to even look at us twice and ask that is this a christian then 
there is a lot of work for us to do. What is inside of us comes out, comes out and either edifies or destroys. What is inside of us comes out, either edifies or destroys. One thing I've realized that the Holy Spirit, when I accepted Christ as my Lord and personal Savior, the Holy Spirit came to live in me. The Holy Spirit has become part of me. And my very nature has been transformed. So though I'm of this world, I have body, I have this earthly body, the Holy Spirit in me has taken over my nature. Let's say, maybe putting a dough, a dough in a, in a bread, bread tin or bread pan. When you put it inside, it's pressed to fit inside inside the pan. That is the, the same way the Holy Spirit, when it comes to living us, it takes like, it fills us. So we, we ourselves and the Holy Spirit have the same form. There shouldn't be any difference between us and the Holy Spirit because He lives in us. He has taken our whole form. Our nature is supposed to be refined. And if it's, that is not done, then we are lacking one way or the other. Because as Christians, we are supposed to reflect Christ. How do we reflect, reflect Christ? When the Holy Spirit lives in us, we allow the Holy Spirit to take over our nature. Take over our nature. I pray that by the end of today's word, we would, we would decide we would decide to watch what we say, what comes out of us. What comes out of us? I remember not long last year, I said something, I, 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 I said some words that really brought disgrace to me. And I felt really bad about it because I'm a Christian. So if my words are able to destroy people, then I have the, my, my Christianity is having a question mark. And that is most not expected of us as Christians. Let's make sure that every word that comes out of our mouth today is good and true. Every word that comes out of our mouth today is good and true. I want us to read something from uh, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. It says, A gentle answer deflects an anger, but harsh words, words make temper rise. Much is better of us as Christians. Much is better of us as Christians. At times you are being pushed to the wall. You are being pushed to the wall. But then that is the point that Christ expects you to. To show that there is really Christ in you. When you are pushed to the wall. And you still come. You still come out. Where that still comes out of your mouth. Refreshes. It calms anger. And that is when you can be called a true Christian. It's my prayer that God will help each and every one of us listening today. 
that we will, we will reflect him in our speech in the name of Jesus. Timothy was also admonished by Apostle Paul to, to be an example in conduct. As Christians, we are meant to be an example in the way we behave. In the way we behave. Just like older siblings are, are told, I want to be good examples to their siblings. I, I've, I've watched this and it's, it's very true. Whatever, when there is a baby, let me say one year, even some months, two, three years, whatever another person does, that's what the, the child learns. And you see the child practicing that same thing, saying those same words. And that, those words become part and parcel of that child. Because that is what he or she is looking up to. So as other siblings, we are always told to be good examples because whatever we do that's what the children also look up to and that is the same way here the scripture was saying that do not let anyone look down upon you because you are a child or you are a youth that is to say that we can be examples to even the adults i always tell my teen class that in christianity we don't have we have only baby Christians and adult Christians. So even you, a child, you can be an adult Christian and an elderly person can be a baby Christian. So they should strive to, to, to grow in Christ. And that, is, that, same, that same thing applies here. That we as youth, we, that we think we are young, so we can't be any example. We can't, people can't look up to us and all of that. We are the same people that God wants expect us to reflect, reflect Christ. We are supposed to reflect Christ to our fellow Christians, to even both adults, young people, children, toddlers. As as so far as Christ is in you, you are supposed to be an example to everyone. In our workplaces, we have to be examples to believers and unbelievers. We're not supposed to just be examples to believers. Timothy was being admonished to be, to be example to believers. But that has not ended. We are supposed to be examples, example to unbelievers as well. In school, in our schools, in our workplaces, in our neighborhood, how we, even our customers, like people that we relate to, people that we sit in, in uh, the bus with, we're supposed to be example to them as Christians. The way we behave should reflect Christ. People should be able to look up to us. We should be able to be uh, an example. Jesus Christ is our perfect example. But you are Christ on earth. We are Christ on earth. So our very life is supposed to, to reflect Christ. People will see us. And they want to come to Christ. But if our behavior does not reflect Christ, we rather drag, uh, drive people away from, from the faith. Let's read something from Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 downwards. Matthew 5, 13 downwards. 
you are the salt of the earth. But what good is it if the salt loses its flavor? Can, can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled upon. Up, trampled under feet as worthless. You are the light of the world. Let, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp, then puts it under a basket. Instead, the lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Amen. So that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. We do not light a lamp and put it under a shade or under a table. We put it on the table for it to shine for shine for the whole house to have light. That is the same way as Christians. That Christ that is in us, the Holy Spirit that lives in us, we are not supposed to hide it. We are not supposed to hide it. It's supposed to be on a stand where everyone will see. Everyone will see and would want to come to. It will bring light to everyone. People in darkness. Our light is supposed to, to, to bring people, bring light to people in darkness. But if it is not doing so, then we have to watch our lives. We have to watch our life carefully. We have to watch our life carefully. My mom always sing this song for us when we were kids. She would say, do no shameful action. Say no angry word. Do no shameful action. Say no angry words. When you are angry, you do things, you do things that you do not want to do. That is what anger can do. But if we, we always have it in our mind that we are the light of the world, so we are always on the land that people are watching us, we will live our life carefully. Do no shameful action. Say no angry word. It's very difficult. In this world where you are being tossed and turned from all angles, But with the Holy Spirit, which we have in us as believers, we will be able to do it. Do no shameful action. Say no angry word. You belong to Jesus, children of the Lord. As Christians are our entire life, our entire life, is under watch to be a christian is not easy we have to show forth christ everywhere every time when not even you're not in a good mood cry you have to show christ enough is enough that we christians oh me the son of me tear me the son of me tear and i'm the son of me tear but that christ that is in us is supposed to refine our very nature if we don't we don't make the conscious effort to submit our life to the to the lordship of christ then it will always be the same 
Today, ask yourself this question. Do people who meet me at work, at school, at church, even in my neighborhood, in the bus, do they see me as a good example of Christ in their lives? Can people see me and say that, oh, I want to be like Sibyl? Because what? She reflects Christ. Can people see you today? Ask yourself that question. You said you are a Christian. Oh, me, I'm family. I don't care. I don't care what they think of me. But you must care. Because of what? You have placed on yourself that you are a Christian. You have to care what people say about you. Yes, you have to care. Because whatever people say about you will reflect whether or not you are showing forth Christ or not. Bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit. When, we, when the Holy Spirit is in us and we bear its fruit, and we bear its fruit, we realize that our speech is different. The way we behave is different. The, the way we carry ourselves is different. I pray today that the Holy Spirit will help us. We have to allow ourselves for the Holy Spirit to refine our very nature. There are some things that, we've, if that have been part of us, part and parcel of us for years. And we think that, oh, it's part of us, so we can't let go. But today, if you make that decision, that Christ Jesus, I want my very nature to be refined. The Holy Spirit will do it. The Holy Spirit will do it. Today, I want you to, to make it a conscious effort. Like, let's like let's take a bold step today. Let it, let, it should be a decision, like that we want our light to shine for men to see. And when we make that decision, we have to put off the old self and put on the new self. We have to put to death, death the whole old self, self and bring to life the new, the new way. That is the only way for us to be an example in speech and in conduct. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help. There is this, there is this hymn that say that talks about. Asking God, asking Jesus that whatever action I'm taking, whether it pleases Him or not. So today we are asking, uh, asking our Lord Jesus in, uh, in prayer. We are asking our Lord Jesus in prayer that Jesus, this action of mine, this thing that I do, this thing that I feel I'm used to as my way of life. Does it please you? If not, please, Holy Spirit, take it away from me and replace it with your very self. 
I want my speech to heal. I want to really be the salt and light of this world. I want people to see me and want to be like me because I reflect you, Lord Jesus. That should be your prayer today. As you go about your, your, your activities today, you go to work, you go to school. Let this be heavy on your heart that you will intentionally speak words that are seasoned with salt. Do things that will reflect Christ. In the name of Jesus, let us pray. Vision everlasting Father, we thank you for your word today. Your word has come to admonish us, your word has come to advise us. Today, as we are going out, as we are going to our offices, as we are going to our various workplaces, as we are going to certain buses, we pray, Lord Jesus, that we will reflect you, Holy Spirit. That will be good example in speech and in conduct. That will be the true representative of you. That our very nature will be refined. We submit to ourselves under your authority, Holy Spirit. That you will direct us as to what to do and what not to do. That at the end of it all, glory and adoration will be given unto you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. Amen.